Hello, this is Josef Barz and welcome to another episode of the Lebenspraxis podcast where we talk about practicing, what does it mean to practice, how does an effective practice take place, what is our idea of the Lebenspraxis and where we answer all your questions. Thank you very much for all the support and all the questions coming in after the first episode. I put everything down into a sheet and I will answer all the questions in upcoming episodes. So keep the questions coming in and you can send your questions via email to contact at josephbarts.de contact with case instead of c's so the german version or if you listen to this podcast on youtube you can make a comment there there's also nice public comments always show the credibility of the podcast by the way it helps also if you listen to this on apple Podcasts. if you leave a rating or if you leave even a written comment there this helps other people to notice that this is something worth to listen to thank you very much so if you listen to this on youtube you have probably already figured it out that this episode is without video is audio only that's just sometimes easier for me to set up so some episodes will be vi with video and some some episodes will be without video okay in the last episode we talked about orderliness and why orderliness is important for an effective practice and i mentioned that focus is very connected to orderliness that both of them are important for an effective practice so We can talk much more about orderliness. It's a topic that allows countless hours of speaking about. And we will dive deeper into it. But for now, let's dive into focus for a moment and see what this is about. So let's first establish what we actually mean when we talk about focus. Focus has two sides. One is sort of time related because focus means to stay on track. And another one is intensity related. Staying on track means you continue with something. Yeah? You focus on something, so you continue. You don't stop. This is how this word is often used. And another thing is, if you think about your vision, that you basically don't see anything else anymore than what is in front of you. I know some people would say that wide-angle vision is also a form of a focus, and I would not disagree with that. But instead of... I'm talking too much about all these different variations of focus. Let's keep it very simple for now. And let's take it as a picture, this narrowing down of your vision to a small point that you focus. So this has also two sides, I would say. On the one hand, you can say you focus on something. So you look at something, if we take vision as an example here, and you just don't see any more other things. It's like when you're listening intensely in a conversation, you don't listen to anything else. You don't hear the other stuff anymore. Or if I just look at something in front of me, I don't see what is in the peripheral. The, the other part of the coin is what I would call Unverführbarkeit. So you could translate this as not being seducted or the ability to not be seducted unverführbarkeit so with this i would mean that other things appear yes you see other things passing by let's say or you hear other sounds although you're in the conversation but you keep your attention where you want to have your attention yeah and you're not suddenly getting 
letting go of that and going somewhere else. That we get seducted is something that is happening to all of us. Just, I mean, just observe yourself when you are at a computer or in the internet and how quickly it happens that you click on something that uh, 10 seconds ago you didn't even know that it exists, basically. So things are constantly asking for your attention and you are constantly searching for the better way. Yeah? Especially when things get a bit dull or boring or difficult, then we are very open to a way that makes things easier. And we know already that the websites that are most used in the internet, yeah, things like Facebook or like social media in general, also YouTube, blah, 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 that they are all set up in a way that, let's say, understands the human psychology. Yeah, you could say abusing this and seducing you into eventually spending more time through clicking on the next thing and clicking on the next thing. And if we think about a practice, we know that devoting time is the most fundamental thing because if you don't devote time, then how can anything happen? So that's the first part of focus, to stay on track, to stay with something. But we also say that showing up is not enough. So only that you show up, only that you end up in a gym and train, for example, or only because you're sitting down at the piano doesn't mean you're really getting better or deeper into it, blah, 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 however you want to speak about that, because you need the other side of focus as well, which is the intensity. You need to involve yourself. That's a good word for it. You need to involve yourself in what you're doing. You need to be present. You need to be there. And another thing we say is you can do things for 10 years and nothing really happens. And you can do things for one year and you come out as a complete different person. It's about the time you devote and it is about the involvement that you have during that time. The focus, the intensity. So if we wander off, if we get seduced by other things, then this means we neither spend time nor intensity on something and therefore we won't get better. So that's why focus is so important because the reality is just this. You need to devote, devote time and you need to devote intensity. So it's good to care about a bit less about the better ways to do things. Once you've figured out something where you feel that works, here you're getting better, then involve yourself and do that. Obviously, searching for better ways is also an important thing and it should be part of the practice, a reflection about are you doing the right thing to progress. But as I said, the balance needs to be there. It should not be too much because otherwise it takes away from the actual doing. So go. Don't be afraid to make mistakes and continue your work. Focus needs vision. Why do you get seduced? Maybe because also you're not so sure what you actually want to do. But if you have a strong vision of what you want to do and you make that vision clear for you, then the acting will be also more clear. And I think this will automatically create a focus if your vision, if what you're doing has importance for you. But if you don't know what you want to do, if you're unsure about that, obviously you go a bit over here, then you go a bit over there, you taste this, you taste that. So maybe vision is at the start of everything. 
But on the other hand, vision might also arise from trying things out, from evolving yourself into things. Yeah, because sometimes we need to experience first. It's not it's not a priori that the vision is there before, but through world experience, our vision forms. So I would say that can be approached from both sides. In a sense, to sit down before and think about what you want to do and on the other hand experience what you want to do through doing a fundamental experience that i think many of you listeners have already had is to notice how your mind is wandering around all the time so how can you experience this you sit down and you start to observe your breath you observe how your breath goes in and out for example take your uh, your chest or your belly wherever you breathe in wherever you breathe to as a focal point and just notice that and then notice once your awareness once your attention went somewhere else because your thoughts were running away a moment ago you were attentive to your breath in and out and the next moment your attention is in your thoughts somewhere about tomorrow about yesterday and it's not that you conscience consciously choose that to do that but it just happens your thoughts are just running by themselves it's fundamental to notice because it's a humbling experience about your mind and it shows focus is not something that always comes so easily especially with something that in a sense is not particularly hard i mean observing your breath that's not difficult you know and maybe because it's not so difficult that's why it's difficult to keep the attention there think about you doing something mm, dangerous and difficult like you're climbing a wall and there is the risk of injury you will focus automatically you will be there you will be involved because it's important a friend of mine who is an anesthesiologist so so he puts people to sleep in the hospital he told me that yeah when when he's when the moment it gets risky let's say the moment he needs to be it's it becomes a matter of seconds everything slows down so he gets this immense focus that helps him to be very accurate and to make the right decisions because it's so important obviously if, some, if something is too difficult or too dangerous you might just freeze so it needs to be at the right sweet spot of difficulty but to have that in mind for your practice can be helpful being able to focus on easy things is very important because through drilling things that you can already do and involving yourself further you develop a very good baseline in a practice and because that's difficult this is why many people don't develop this baseline properly and then struggle with continuing further from there so practice your ability to focus on easy things but on the other hand it's also important to understand that if you find the sweet spot of difficulty or dangerousness it makes it easier to focus so an example is that i like to play audiobooks quicker and usually something like 1.5 or even 2.5 because i realized it's easier for me to focus because it's harder and actually my retention is higher or at least the same but i actually think it's higher 
when I listen to things at a higher speed. Recently, I tried 2.5 speed in German, so in my native language, in English would be too fast for me. Um, and that was a bit too difficult in a sense. My focus was very hard for the time I listened to it and I did around half an hour, but then I felt how I couldn't continue anymore. I really felt tired, but it was a nice, uh, let's say, <laughs> maximal intensity session in that sense. And my retention was good until the point where I felt like, okay, now I cannot listen to it anymore. I would not do that with novels because novels I want to absorb in a normal speed, but with non-fiction books where I don't care uh, so much about my, my feelings, let's say, when listening, but about the information there. I'm usually doing this. It's rare that I listen to something at the normal speed. But it's a bit of a type thing, I have to say. For some people, that's really uh, a no-go to listen to something faster. They have their, they have a different absorption speed. But It takes me more effort if I listen to things at the normal speed because very often the reader reads it relatively slow. So, okay, focus on things that are easy, keep your focus and find things that are at the right amount of difficulty where the focus comes by itself, you could say. One thing was staying on track. So how do we practice this? You practice staying on track through staying on track, which means just stay a little bit longer and a bit longer and a bit longer. And in the beginning, you can do that with general exercises, like observing your breath, or there is the Buddhist exercise of looking at the flame with this stuff. But I would say that eventually you should just do this within your actual practice. So whatever you want to do, just do it a little bit longer and a little bit longer. Yeah. So if you feel, ah, now it's enough, Okay, I just continue for one more minute. Many Germans know this picture from the children's book Momo by Michael Ende. There is a street sweeper and he talks about how he's sweeping the street and that he's just focusing on the tile in front of him and not on the whole street. Just one stone and then another stone and then the next stone and so on and one by one finishing cleaning the street i made a video called tacheles there is no repetition for all the people that struggle with the focus and the point i made there was to see the repetitions if you do a, a repetitive practice to not see repetitions but to see everything as something new to acknowledge there is no repetition every time something is a bit different or you can approach things from a new you can approach things differently and that helps you to stay interested and to search and to involve yourself and that creates the intensity and that creates staying on track so in that sense i would say focus is not about you know squeezing your eyes together because then you will fatigue very quickly focus shall in that sense not be hard it's like gripping a glass of wine you know this very filigranous filig how was the word filigree i think is the word in english glass where you need to have the right amount of tension you have a bit of tension to hold it but if you have too much you just crush the glass and i would say with focus is it's similar don't crush the glass Relax. Focus is a relaxed thing, but you need to involve yourself. You need to be there. Can you let yourself drop into the abyss? Maybe some of you know these videos of people that are doing apnoe. And I think it's when you reach a certain depth that you're just falling 
by yourself. You don't have to dive actively anymore. You're just falling. And, they, and there's this beautiful footage of people just falling in the water. So can you let yourself drop into the abyss? Basically, involve yourself without effort. All right, enough for now. Let's sum it up. So focus is about staying on track and it's about involving yourself. Stay a little bit longer with what you're doing and a little bit longer and find this sort of relaxation, dropping yourself into the involvement. Play with different difficulties and see how that is changing how you focus. And you can start with general practices, just looking at basically whatever or putting your attention at whatever. It's not important what, but just important that you do it and then go to your specific practice. Don't let yourself seduced by other things. Stay there and stay there gripping the glass of wine. All right, in the next episode, I will give three more examples about practicing focus We will continue talking about this topic. It's a huge topic. We also open the topic of vision shortly. And that's also a topic we should explore more. Let me know if you have any questions or thoughts. It's a big topic. So there's lots of things to discuss here. If you have any questions or so about other topics, please just let me know. As I said, I will answer everything in upcoming episodes. Good. Thank you very much for listening and see you soon.